This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Wednesday morning, what is up? Michael Phillips here, thrilled to be with you, MP on the mic, coming at you, 910 The Fan, 105.1 FM, worldwide, on the free Odyssey app, with the rewind button. Uh, Opening segment going to be shorter than usual today, take notes, JC, Uh, be ready, be ready on the buttons, Uh, we're going to be a little shorter than normal today, because I've got not one, but two Great conversations to share with you this hour. Uh, jam-packed show, tons of fun, uh, tons of great guests. Uh, we are not going meekly into the holiday. I can tell you that much. Uh, we're not UVA basketball. There's there's no uh, there's no letdown here. Uh, there there's no uh, this is pedal to the metal a hundred percent of the time. Uh, all gas, no break, uh, as they say. All right. First up, we're giving away BCU basketball tickets. Get back here at ten. 49. 10.49, uh, that's in what, about 47 minutes? I don't know. I was told there would be no map. That, that's why I'm a radio host. Uh, get back here, we're going to give away two tickets to VCU basketball game against Gardner-Webb, the running Bulldogs, on uh, December 30th, Saturday matinee game. Uh, part of our season of giving here. Uh, we appreciate all the love you have given us. This show's been on the air for a few months. Uh, love hearing you guys who enjoy the show, enjoy driving around, enjoy listening to it uh, on the podcast, on the Odyssey app, uh, we're giving back to you all week. VCU basketball ticket giveaways, both hours, today, tomorrow, and Friday. Book it. Every hour this show is on, between now and Christmas, we're giving away VCU basketball tickets. Very excited about that. So that'll be later in this hour. We're going to talk to Craig Hoffman, uh, or rather Craig Hoffman's going to talk to me. It's a recorded conversation. He's a he's the afternoon host at the uh, the Team 980 up in Washington, D.C., our sister station. We talked about all things commanders. I, I promise you it's not a boring conversation, right? I, I did promise you to limit our commanders talk. When we do, though, I'm giving you grade-A stuff here. Uh, we were talking about... All the topics you care about, Eric Bieniemy, Sam Howell, Jacoby Brissett, Ron Rivera's future, um, we, we we spiked the ball on the long snapper situation uh, for a minute. That happened, uh, but very little fluff in that interview, just the big issues that matter to Commanders fans uh, as we bring this season home. I am up in Ashburn today. Um, this is this is an Ashburn show. Tomorrow's an Ashburn show. Um, we'll have player interviews tomorrow. Um, but we'll uh, we'll stay focused on college basketball because I, I do think that's where a lot of the action is. Uh, of course, also getting you ready for JMU's bowl game on Saturday. That one that one kind of sneaking up on a lot of people. Uh, 
you know, they, they've had the coaching change. They've had a lot of portal news going on. And by the way, they got an undefeated men's basketball team that rolled again last night. Uh, JMU top 25 undefeated in men's basketball. Great time to be a Duke. Uh, at 1030, uh, my chat with Roger Sherman. Uh, he was a writer for The Ringer, um, who I, I loved him as a writer. Uh, Bill Simmons' website, The Ringer, wrote about the NFL for them. Quit his job this year to travel the country and see as many college football games as he could. Uh, he's up to 50 uh, with uh, with more on the horizon here as he gets ready for the bowl game. So uh, excited for you to listen to that chat as well. That'll play at 1030 um, because I am a technical idiot and I don't have my 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 boy JC here with me. Uh, you know, it's not it's not that perfect audio that JC delivers to us every single day from the board. Uh, but it's a really great interview. Uh, it's a fun story. He's been to Virginia Tech. He went to the Stag Bowl the other week. Uh, love a good Stag Bowl story. Roger Sherman will bring us that at 10.30. Of course, UVA basketball dropped one to Memphis last night. 23-point loss. Um, validates VCU's loss to Memphis in a lot of ways. And, and, and I mean, story of the VCU basketball season to date. Missed opportunities, right? Had Iowa State on the ropes, that's a good team. Had Memphis on the ropes, that's a good team. I don't know if Boise State's a good team or not. Let's throw that one out for a minute. Uh, McNeese is a good team. Never had them on the ropes. So. But those two, the Memphis game, the Iowa State game, man, the missed opportunities there, either of those would have been such a quality win for this program. But either of them also would have been a really big win um, in terms of the A-10 and what you build. And you saw last night, Virginia never got it going. IMAC, uh, Isaac McNeely, one for eight from the floor. Uh, season high, 18 turnovers. Can't win with 18 turnovers, certainly not on the road. Uh, we'll dive into UVA basketball uh, here in hour number two uh, after we bring you a Craig, Craig Hoffman interview next. Uh, Roger Sherman, uh, after that, he's traveling the country, going to college football games, going to see 60 of them this fall, and uh, VCU basketball ticket giveaway. It's a loaded hour. It's MP on the mic. It's a Wednesday morning. We're thrilled you're with us. Don't go anywhere. This is 910 The Fan, now 105.1 FM. All right, we are back, 910 The Fan, 105.1 FM, and I am uh, very excited to talk to our next guest. Uh, is Roger Sherman. Um, he's... He's quit his job to travel the country and see college football games, and he's done this all year. Um, Roger, what's up? Good. You know, four months in, and it still sounds dumb. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, it sounds inspirational to me, like, right, this is everybody's dream. Yeah. um, So so I guess uh, catch me up on the last four months, what you've seen, what you've done, or, like, how many near-death experiences you've had on American highways? Um, you know, I'll tell you that I was just in Atlanta on Saturday, and I'm giving that the worst driving crowd of, of all the places I've I've been to. <laughs> the, the the most I've 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 the most I've just been upset by the way other people are driving around me. That's um, a hard. I that's like a hard one in America. America. Yeah, I know. It's impressive. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I've been on the road since August, I think, 25th or August 24th, around then. Uh, just driving around, I've got, I've dipped my feet in both the Atlantic and Pacific Oceans. I've seen 51 football games. I have gotten four oil changes, and I've been in 
I think 41 states. I need to do the math on that. Um, but, yeah, I've just been going to as many college football games as I can, and we are getting close to the end of the season. We're at the national championships, bowls part of the year, and uh, I'm simultaneously, like, a little bit sad that it's over and very excited that I will get to be home <laughs> in, in less than a month. Uh, Roger Sherman, you can follow him on social media at Roger, R-O-D-G-E-R. Uh, Road Raj yep. is the trip. Um, you were in our great state, uh, Commonwealth uh, of Virginia, for the Stag Bowl, which, uh, boy, we, we gave you a good show. Uh, last, last second awesome two-point conversion ending. I, and you know what was, first of all, awesome game. It was this, uh, the Division Three National Championship. Um, the second game I've been to in Virginia, I was also at a Virginia Tech game. Uh, and what, what, what I thought was interesting about it, you know, obviously you expect, like, fans from the two teams to show up, and they did. But there were just, like, people from Salem who they've just had the Division Three games on and off for – almost 30 years now and it's like a thing they turn out for like the, the town there were people from salem just there with no affiliation to Cortland or uh north central as the other team that were just like yeah we get the division three championship game we're gonna we're gonna tailgate uh show up for it and uh that that was that was cool to see too that uh that it's part of the culture of that uh that city it's an institution it's uh it's the it's the stag bowl set set your watch by it and uh so you're 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 on the bowl game hunt now um in anyone yep. anyone you're looking forward to here um i so yeah i'm going to my first bowl game on thursday down in florida uh that's going to be the 42nd state i've been to i saved I saved the part of the country where it stays hot until <laughs> the, the, the end of December, um, which is smart. Uh, yeah, I'm excited to, um, you know, I, I'm hitting the grand trio of things you can buy at the grocery store. I'm doing the mayo bowl, the Duke's mayo bowl, the Pop-Tarts bowl, and the Cheez-It bowl. <laughs> um, and uh, and gonna get a roll around the South for a little bit and eventually end up in Texas for both the, uh, the FCS championship game between Montana and South Dakota state. And then the college football playoff national championship game in Houston, uh, between two of the four teams that are still left. I'm not going to see either of the semifinal games just because that'd be duplicate. They're far from the other games I'm going to yeah, yeah, you've got to diversify and see as many teams as possible. <laughs> I actually have not – well, I've seen Texas play. I've seen Texas lose. There are four teams in the college football playoffs. I've seen 51 games, and I've gone through the whole season with <laughs> only seeing a loss from those four teams. <laughs> you, you just have to – look, everybody is out here arguing about the committee and whether they got it right. Like, of course they got it wrong. I've never seen these teams play a good game. Like, but they're all trash. Well, <laughs> It's honestly like, so you alluded to, I quit my job. Uh, I was writing about the NFL and college football for the rigor. And like um, my whole life, I've always been just like kind of, you know, sit in front of your couch on Saturday from noon to midnight and watch every college football game and be so online. And I, you know, it was my job to know everything about everything in college football. And this year I'm, through actually attending the games, I probably know less about what's going on <laughs> at large in the sport 
you know, because you, you get really caught up in the game that you're at, and then you look at your phone later and you see that there's chaos happening across the, across the country in various games, and, and I've just been blissfully enjoying the ones I'm at every week. I, I, I know less about... People keep asking me my opinions about stuff like that, like, and um, it's, I have less of a take on it now than ever. <laughs> that, that may be a good thing, though, especially, uh, especially yeah. this year. It, just, it, uh... It's different. For sure. <laughs> um, all right, let, let's talk logistics. Um, have you been in the same car the whole time? Are you driving? Are you flying? How, how are you accomplishing this? So, yeah, that's the thing. I've driven almost the whole way. Um, I've been on flights two times, I've, I've done two flights. Um, but yeah, I, I live in New York city, so I don't own a car, but I rented, I did a long term rental, um, uh, you know, for like about $20 a day. And yeah, I've driven about 40,000 miles of that thing. Like I said, we've gotten, gotten four oil changes in it. Um, uh, and, uh, I've, the car has seen better days, <laughs> you know, you know, the inside of it, the inside of it is filled with, uh, you know, like bottles of green tea and, you know, diet Coke cans and all of my clothing. I was able to do laundry on Saturday, which was a, which, uh, at a friend's house, which was a really, you need to do that every once in a while to reset. But yeah, I've, I've, I've driven across the country and back twice at this point in this, uh, in this rental car. And, you know, it may seem dumb to rent a car for this t- amount of time, but it's also probably a bad idea to just put, like, 50,000 miles on a car that you own. It, so it, 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 would, be, of, it would be a death of, wish for that car, for sure. It seems, yeah, like, it seems yeah. like a financially prudent decision, definitely. I, I'm not 100% sure, but I think so. I think most <laughs> likely... Like, you know, basically, they gave me a car. I did have to, at one point, my the rental, at one point I had to exchange cars because something was up with it. But I've been driving the same car since about, uh, since about October. Oh. Um, and, uh, yeah, we've, we've, we've had some times together. <laughs> so... All right, Roger Sherman's with us. He, he's traveling to as many college football games as he can all year long. Road Raj is the project. Um, we know, I feel like we know about, like, In-N-Out Burger and, like, the very famous regional foods. But, like, in college, in college towns, they're, they're equally, like, obscure but, but awesome traditions and places. What, what struck you? What have you enjoyed discovering uh, on your travels? Absolutely. The, the regional, the re, first of all, the regional fast food. You, you mentioned in and out and I was very disappointed to learn they have them in, like, Texas. Yeah, now. yeah, it's, it's not the they, same anymore. They, they've broken contain on the, uh, on the concept. But, yeah, <laughs> no, I mean, the, the awesome thing about it, I think, um, like, maybe in a way that, like, an NFL fandom doesn't quite scratch this itch, but when you go to a college football place, people just want to show you the best things about it. You know, they want, they like it, it, it's sort of, you, you, I, I keep showing up in places all across the country and people want me to, you know, know the best tailgate and the best restaurant and the best thing that's there. Just, it, it, I think 
it's just like people want to show you what's great about their place, their, yeah. their, their school and their town and their, you know, it, it's, I think we, we feel a little bit of that in the NFL, but it's so much more like, um, of an expression of like your personal, uh, you know, you know, values and your, your place and your town and when you're a college football fan and people are, People, yeah, everywhere I go, people are, are making sure I, I get to the to the best local stuff and, and uh, try to make sure I, I have a positive view of their place. So that's, <laughs> that's the number one thing. If you show up at another school and you don't know anyone there, they will still try to make sure you have a good time, which is like uh, a really awesome part of the spirit of college football. That's unique to college football too, right? Because I remember I covered – the University of Virginia for a long time. You travel around in the ACC, and right people were welcoming. And then I covered the Washington Commanders for a little while. And it's like, yeah, you like that. That's where the hamburgers are. Like, go sit down, watch watch some football. Yeah, definitely. It's it's, and you're you're also going into more like specific places. You know, yes. like 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 places that aren't necessarily on the freeway. Uh, or the you know the interstate like you have to you have to get a little bit off the beat track into a tiny you know town like I mean that's that's probably not like the best way to describe Blacksburg but to get to Blacksburg you have to commit you know that's it's not it's not close to anything we 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 could say it yeah <laughs> you, you, so, even off the interstate you're you're a bonus half hour yeah like it's not yep, it's not yep, a, it's not a highway yep. exit so you go and again uh, i'm probably talking to mainly people in the uva area right now but you know like you go to up in this little quarter of of the world and the people there believe that it's the best quarter of the world and they they want you to know that too. And meanwhile, if you just show up at a Commanders game, the people will probably just be like, "We hope your team loses." And uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, there used to be Commanders fans, so that used to be a thing. Now, uh-huh. now, you, yeah. now you can just buy yeah. a section to have to your now. Team. They're just uh... <laughs> um, Roger Sherman. Uh, we, we appreciate you uh, taking a few minutes to join us. Uh, you want to tell everybody if they want to follow along uh, on what's left of this journey, uh, where they can do that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, my name is Roger on Twitter. I am Roger, R-O-D-G-E-R. I've, I have a slightly misspelled name, which allowed me to have a one-word Twitter <laughs> handle, which turned out to be useful. Um, so that that's uh, that's probably the best way to find me. And, um, yeah, I've, uh, I've got 11 games left to go, I think, uh, over the next two to three weeks. So uh, we're, we're coming down the home stretch, but going to be an awesome close to the season what's the final number going to be if you had a lot do you, like how many have you I, done so far it's going to be either 61 or 62 wow. games over the course of and and the amazing thing is people have done more and i don't know how they did it <laughs> people have, yeah, I, I'm, I'm 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 way too burnt out to imagine having hit 70 games it is like that's i don't know how that's possible you, you, but yeah you're impressing me at 60 <laughs> I know. I think at the beginning of the year, I said 60 was like the number I thought I could get to, and I'm going to get to 61 or 62. Uh, so I'm pretty proud of that. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for uh, taking the time, and uh, good luck on your travels. 
Thanks, man. Thanks for having me. All right, we're back with more after this. You're listening to 910 The Fan at 105.1 FM. Off and running hour number two, Wednesday morning, 11 o'clock. If you missed your chance to win VCU basketball tickets, we are giving away another pair in 33 minutes. Since Larry Bird, 33. Uh, go ahead and set your uh, set your alarm, set your watch. Uh, pair of VCU basketball tickets, part of our week of giving here on 910 The Fan. Giving away VCU basketball tickets every hour. We're on the air between now and Friday. Friday at noon. I'm Fred Flintstone. I'm jumping in the car. I'm yabba dabba doing out of here. You're not seeing me again until 2024, but we got a lot of ground to cover between now and then. And it's a Wednesday, uh, so we love to check in with our guy at Front Page Bets, Mike Svetitz. Mike Savetis of Front Page Bets breaks down this week's lines and action in college and pro football. All right. What's up, Mike? Hey, buddy. What's going on, man? I feel great. Um, I, I feel like the NFL slate's a, a bit of a dud this week, given how late in the year we are. Um, I know we got some headliners, so before I get to the headliners, it's signing day. Um, you and I covered college football in the OG signing day era when it was like five alarm, guys flipping, people signing. Uh, it's... I, I'll, I'll, I'll put on my old man hat here. It ain't as good as it used to be now that it's mid-December. No, it's, you know, having two signing days, it's not, nothing like it used to be wait by the fax machine. Like, I remember one year, <laughs> Saban at Alabama had the fax machine girl. Like, it was some, some student, you know, like a fax <laughs> student. Was, and they had, the, they had the camera on, and every time she'd walk over the fax machine, you know, and they'd get another five-star, you know, and then that was – you know, but back in the day with the fax machine, if you haven't covered college football National Signing Day and and not had a fax machine, then I don't want to talk about it. It, do, it doesn't count until the fax comes through. That was uh, that. Right. Yeah, they had um, the webcam on the fax machine was was the biggest innovation of Signing Day there in the early era. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> we had a few, you know, and in, in, in covering you know the SEC and, and and living in Auburn, Alabama for a couple of years, you know. Like the Alabama Auburn stuff, you know, you'd be at the you'd be at the complex, you know, five o'clock in the morning, and people would be, you know, faxing in. I think six o'clock is when it started, and you'd have like late night flips, and there'd always somebody on the message board had a scoop about, you know, the the, the top guy, you know. So you never knew what was going to happen, but it was fun. And and I mean, you know, I I I, I agree with the early signing day. If there's guys who want to yes. sign, um, you know, and and, and they want to and they want to make that commitment, you know, all all for it, you know. Um, and, and it helps, I think, coaching out too. They don't have to, you know, it shortens their, you know, recruiting cycle sometimes, you know, and, and plus with the transfer portal, you never know what kind of team you're going to get from year to year anyway. But, um, you know, I just think, I think that the, the heyday of, you know, National Signing Day being like a national holiday is, is kind of lost its luster and hasn't been that way since they moved it up. I knew a lot of Virginia Tech fans who, who would legit call in sick to work or take a vacation day on yeah. National Signing Day. Like, I, I, I know down south, like, might as well shut down the schools on on signing day. Uh, that, that was that was the show. It, it, the transfer portal isn't televised. Like it's not. It's too fluid. Um, you know, transfer right. portal doesn't doesn't move the needle as much from from a one day perspective, though. No, and 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 you can't keep up with it anyway. You know what I 
<laughs> neither yeah. can the coaches. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. And you know, I just you know, I I don't know. Again, since since we're talking old man stuff here, like I just don't understand how you can play for a team an entire year and then transfer out before the bowl game, right? Like Kyle McCord from Ohio State, some of the other guys. Now I understand going to the draft. I still don't like that. I still don't like not playing in the game because you know you want to prepare for the draft. But obviously, an injury or something can really derail that. But I, I don't know. I just feel like you know you play with a team. And what was Kyle McCord going to transfer if they would have made the college football playoff? No. Was he going to play? You know what I mean? So it's just kind of one of those things where you get – you just. I understand a college athlete probably better than most people do, be, having been one and having covered them. It's just, you know, it's it, – I don't know. It's it, you, the Schools have been profited off these, off these people and these athletes for too long, so I agree with NIL and, and that we need to regulate it a little bit. But I just – I have a hard time, you know, leading a team in a locker room and in a huddle uh, for an entire year and then jump in ship uh, before the final game where, you know, you actually get to play for more than just, you know, a win or a loss. Yeah, Malik Murphy at Texas, right? You know, and they're in the college football playoff. So I got to get in the portal, otherwise it's musical chairs. All the seats are going to be taken. I really wish I could play in the playoffs. Like that's that's a broken system right there. Kid wants to play. If if their starter gets hurt in in the playoffs, now I mean they got Arch Manning, so the world's going to lose its mind, obviously. But that kid should be able to play in the playoffs with the team he was there with all year. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's a lot that needs to get fixed in, in college athletics. And, uh, you know, when, when when you're president one day, Michael, we can, we can work on that. <laughs> we'll, we'll get down to business on that. Um, are, are we touching any of the bowl games? Is it too early to, to set lines and touch the bowl games? Uh, what, what's what's the front page bet stance here uh, on, on this weekend's yeah. action? We're, we're, you know, we're covering it. You know, we've got some stories out there. We've got obviously the lines are up on, on, on our website, frontpagebets.com. But, you know, we're really going to get into it hot and heavy coming next week, um, you know, when we start some of those New Year's Six Bowls and some of the bigger bowl games. Um, you know, I would have, you know, I, I'm glad I wasn't paying attention or at least, you know, writing about the ODU, you know, Western Kentucky. Ooh, game, you know, that's a bad beat. <laughs> I mean that's that's a really bad beat. So yeah, we're gonna stay away <laughs> from these games. <laughs> so, I, all right, so we're, we're not gonna talk to you next week. Um, so I I, I do want to get your thoughts on Liberty, Oregon, because Oregon's dropping seventeen and a half, which feels like not enough to me. But I've also been yeah. on this radio program disrespecting Liberty all year. So if you want to talk some sense into me, you can. Do we, are we going to just keep that train rolling, disrespecting Liberty? Because all aboard. Let's <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> well, book you a business class seat with me. Absolutely. <laughs> no, no. I, I look. My daughter. We go into Liberty the next year, right? And until I, when I start paying money to you know to the school, then I'll probably have changed my tune. But here's the deal. Like, no, I've not seen Liberty play this year. I have, I know they've got an incredible offense. They've got a great quarterback. I know they're, you know, they, they did everything they possibly could do to get in the group of five. Yeah, except, except playing somebody. Except for playing somebody. Um, you know, and I think that, I think that, you know, but you look at all those, you know, small conference schools, you know, the power five or the group, group five schools, you know, unless they have a, a non-conference game against the big boy, they're not playing anybody. And That's so fair. we'll see if Liberty, we'll see if Liberty is, Good because they're going to go against the team that leads the na- or second in the nation in scoring, Heisman Trophy finalist, and Bo Nix playing in his final college football game after 15 years in the college ranks. You know, I think it's, um, man, I remember Bo Nix as an 18 year old freshman at Auburn, and now he's 37, you know, and got six kids. I, that was a joke, but um, <laughs> <anyway>. <laughs> we'll just keep, we'll just keep it on. 
No, I just feel like I feel like that. I feel like this Oregon, yeah, seventeen and a half points. I think they cover easily. We'll see. You know, Liberty could could uh, you know could surprise us, but I doubt it. That's why they play the games. Mike Sveditz joins us from Front Page Bets. Uh, big NFL weekend ahead. Here's a sentence I didn't think I'd be saying to you, Mike, uh, entering Week 16. Baker Mayfield and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are favored over the Jacksonville Jaguars, who uh, are not diminished by injury. That's the Jacksonville Jaguars team. Uh, you also got the Dolphins giving one and a half to the Cowboys, um, which, which you know, the Dolphins' offense obviously speaks for itself. Uh, uh, some fun 4 o'clock games there. What, what are you seeing? Yeah, you know, the fact that the Bucks are favored, you know, Baker Mayfield, you know, leading, you know, through, for what, three touchdowns, 300-plus yards. And three He's touchdowns. back. And yeah, is he? Was he, he he's um he's tech he's Texas football. He's he's been back a number of times without being back. That's true. That's true. I didn't know I didn't I didn't know that there was a place he could go. So, <laughs> um, um yeah, I, I think that's interesting. I think, you know, the the Bucks offense, you know, running the football really, really well. I think that's the key to their victories is, is let Baker manage, you know, and do something that he can on third down, run the ball on first down, you know, and, and when you have receivers with me, Chris Godwin and Mike Evans, I mean, you know, um, it, that that speaks for itself as well. And, um, you know, so I, I, I'm, I'm not taking the Bucks though. I've, I've seen this movie too many times. Yeah, yeah. Take the Bucks. But, you know, that Dallas Dolphins game, I think that's going to be really good. Could be a high-scoring game. Should be a high-scoring game. I'm, I'm looking at the over here. Um, you know, is Dallas, can they play on the road? What, they're, the, the, out of the four losses, three have been on the road this year? You know, they, they struggle to play on the road. They struggle to play on natural turf, um, which is, you know, going down to Miami. And, you know, obviously you're looking at that, you know, the Baltimore-San Francisco game on Monday night on Christmas Day is probably the, the biggest game, I think. And, you know, obviously two best records in football, 11 and three, leading each of their conference respectively. I think that could be a really good game. And I think the Ravens are as good as we think they could be. I really do. And, and obviously the San Francisco 49ers are, are the cream of the crop. And with that offense and the defense to match, you know, I, I think it could be a heavyweight slugfest. You know, I think the Baltimore defense is really going to have to show if it's going to win a Super Bowl or if it's going to contend for a Super Bowl, they're going to have to figure out a way to stop, you know, San Francisco, who's given five, which I think is pretty, pretty aggressive. I, I agree with you. I love the Ravens. And I just, you know, you talk about timing, right? This is a conference where Patrick Mahomes is down this year, where Joe Burrow's hurt this year, where the Bills are making 9-11 analogies. Who knows what the Bills are doing, right? Yeah. Like, you, if, if you're going to win, if you're going to push the chips in, this sure feels like the year to do it for the Ravens. Absolutely, especially in the AFC. You know, I mean, you've got all these teams that we thought were going to be, hey, you know, this is Super Bowl-looking team, the Bills, the Chiefs, you know. And then, you know, but the Ravens have just been kind of, and I don't want to say under the radar because they've never really, you know, they've never been under the radar, but they're not as flashy. You know, Lamar Jackson getting better each week, and they're doing it without Mark Andrews. You know, it's probably their biggest offensive threat. And, and, you know, and they're running the football well. They're, they're, they're spreading it out. They've got uh, that Zay Flowers. I think he's a rookie this You know, I mean, they've got some guys stepping up. Isaiah Likely, there's, there's, there's players that are, are, are playing in their roles, and they've got, and they've got a really good uh, chance to kind of go. You know, if they get that number one seed, home field advantage throughout, you know, I don't think, you know, Patrick Mahomes has never played a road playoff game in his life. Isn't that amazing? That's career. an amazing so, stat right crazy. there. And so I think you know, what's going to happen if they can get that number one seed, the Ravens can, and everybody's got to come to them. You know, and you know that that's a chance for them to win. And and I think the NFC right now, the Eagles, obviously falling apart. That, that, you know, I don't say falling apart. They they lose two games, and all of a sudden the sky's falling. But you know, them in Dallas, 
it's 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 hard to convince me that those two teams are going to be consistent enough at the end of the year to win it all. And I think San Francisco is. So right now, I mean, this could be a preview of the Super Bowl. Oh, no question. It'd be a great game. A little, uh, little fun uh, Christmas time. Uh, what do you guys have cooking at uh, frontpagebets.com this week? Yeah, so we're getting trying to get everything moved before the Christmas holiday, so we'll have all of our normal stuff, our normal uh, NFL and college football fair, some bowl games. We're going to go hard on those next week. But the NFL, you know, it's spreading over three days again. you got thir- or four days, Thursday, yeah. Saturday, Sunday, and, and Monday. So nice little Christmas weekend. You know, get yourself some eggnog and, uh, you know, snuggle up on the couch and, and get ready for it. We'll have it all covered at Front Page Bet. Mike Svenitz, frontpagebets.com. Always love catching up with you. We're off the air next week, so Merry Christmas. I will catch you in January, and we'll be talking about the college football title game. Absolutely. Thanks, Michael. You guys have a Merry Christmas, too. All right, take care. There he goes. Mike Svenitz, frontpagebets.com. We are back with more MP on the mic after this. It's 910 The Fan at 105.1 FM. This is MP on the mic. On Sports Radio 910 The Fan and 105.1 FM. Wednesday morning, Michael Phillips with you up until noon. AWOD Radio takes over until 3. Grant and Daniel take you home on The Fan. It's our season of giving. We're going to give out some VCU basketball tickets here at the bottom of the hour. We'll do that again tomorrow and Friday before we sign off. Kick it to the new year. Uh, Tons of fun still ahead. Uh, it was not fun for UVA basketball last night. Uh, that was a tough loss at Memphis. Uh, Double-digit loss. They were never in it. Trailed the whole way. i tell you what stunned me, though, uh, watching that game. Uh, I saw a little zone. Uh, I saw it. Uh, Tony Bennett uh, ran some zone defense there late in the game. I got to think that was a sign of immense frustration by Tony Bennett. Uh, not, not a sign that this is where the defense is going or that he's given up on the pack line. I rarely see that from a UVA team. Little, little zone at the end uh, didn't didn't make a difference. Of course, the game was out of hand. Curious to see it though. Put a little something on tape. Make the people watch it. Uh, you know, 18 turnovers. You're not going to win a basketball game against a top 25 team with 18 turnovers. Isaac McNeely uh, once again struggled from the floor. 0 for 5 behind the arc. 1 for 8 shooting overall. After uh, a hot stretch, he has cooled down a little. Reverted back to form. Uh, they don't lose often, uh, but when they do, boy, it's uh, it's a butt kicking there uh, for UVA. Uh, reminiscent of that Wisconsin game earlier in the year, but they've they've got the big wins too. They've got A and M, and I think they'll very much be uh, competitive and be a factor once ACC play starts. Uh, rough loss last night though for the Wahoos out in Memphis. Um, if you want to take a positive, maybe revisit that VCU game. Uh, you know, Rams took these guys to overtime and probably should have won. Could have won, should have won. Uh, we've said that a few times this year about the Rams, but certainly in light of uh, you know a, a double-digit pasting of UVA, make, makes that look a little better. They did that without uh, without Joe Bamisil, and and they did that without Sean Bearstow. Uh, took Memphis to overtime, gave them a game, and and Memphis was playing well that night too. It certainly wasn't an off night for Penny Hardaway's crew. Uh, so I don't know. I, I I think you take the positives where you can take them for VCU. Watching that game last night, transit property doesn't always work, but certainly gives me optimism uh, for for VCU coming down the stretch here and getting ready for uh, a couple uh, couple cupcakes here. Going to gorge on a couple cupcakes, and then we'll circle that game Wednesday night, January 3rd. The Bonnies come to town. We'll find out exactly what this team 
is made of. Haven't checked in with JC yet in today's program. This feels like the right time to do it. Uh, JC, what's up, dude? What's happening, boss? All right, so I, I loved our segment uh, in the last hour with Roger Sherman. Uh, he quit his job to go drive to as many college football games as he could this year. He's already up to 50 games. Uh, he was at the Stag Bowl last week. He's been to Virginia Tech. We've caught him on the road. Um, it, that That's the trip of your nightmares, though. <laughs> well, I, I wouldn't say nightmares, just maybe not particularly the trip of my dreams. Give, give me the trip of your dreams. You're going to travel around the country for five months. What what are you going to see? What, what what What's on your list? Well, you had me thinking about it because I, I really wasn't thinking about it before. I've given some thought to it. I recently went to New Orleans. It's, it's not the, something a lot of people do, dream up five-month road trips where they quit their job. I'll, I'll certainly uh, spot you that that's not a daily activity for most people. Right, and Roger even said himself, you know, four weeks into this, it still sounds kind of, <laughs> kind of dumb, and I'm like, no, nah, I don't talk about it like that, man. But I could, it's it's. It's a bold strategy. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off. So, I mean... New Orleans, though. Great city. Loved it. It was... It was... It, it was everything I thought it would be, but don't... Yeah, I learned this. Don't expect a place to be like how you see it in the movies mm. or on film or on television or what have you. It, it wasn't... It wasn't like Princess and the Frog. That's so true, though, because I was in Los Angeles last week, and, and Pamela Anderson was not the lifeguard at the beach. Um, yeah, it's, that, <laughs> that's a movie thing. That doesn't actually happen in real life. Man, dang it. Yeah. yeah Hol Hollywood, that. man. <laughs> but you did say there were models everywhere, so... <laughs> A whole lot of them, yes, absolutely. Good-looking people for sure. As, as a good-looking, good-looking town, they uh, they charge accordingly too. <laughs> so a, a destination for me, at least one of them would be uh, the Rock and Roll uh, Hall of Fame Museum. In, oh yeah, uh, Cleveland, Cleveland Rocks. So and and that brought me to to the maps. You could do a good music circuit there. Do Graceland. Uh, you got to do Graceland. That that's a classic. Absolutely. Um, yeah, slide up to Cleveland Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. The only other music one that's coming to mind is um, you know Nashville in that area. Go go do Nashville, the country music, all that. If you're, I, I we haven't checked in on whether or not you're a country music guy. It's kind of a delicate question to ask on, on um, live radio. Definitely a Hank Senior over Hank Junior. Okay, there Hank you go. Guy. He's a he's a classics man. I like I like outlaw country. That was that's what my grandfather and my dad were into. We got rock and roll hall of fame museums up there. Might as well hit the Great Lakes while I'm up there too, Mike. Why not? There's five of them. There's five, and they're so <laughs> much bigger than I than I realized. I'm All right, I'm, map, I'm like I'll, holy crap. <laughs> I'm always quizzing you. Let, let me let me try to get the five here. Um, because because Michigan is the obvious one. I've I've been there. That's Chicago's on Lake Michigan. Mm -hmm. Um, Superior. Erie. Mm -hmm. Is there an Ontario? Yes. Is there a Lake Ontario? There is. Um, mm -hmm. That puts me at four. Um, it is It is Trivia Wednesday. I, I didn't realize I'd be imposing this on myself, though. I know. Sh you did it to yourself. I did not. <laughs> Huron? Is that a Great Lake? That is one of them. Oh, let's go. Five for five, baby. Put it in the bank. Man, you did it. You did it. You really clutched that one. I didn't think you'd get all of them. I didn't think I'd get all of them either. That was, uh, I, <laughs> I don't know where that came from. I got in the zone. <laughs> yeah, in school, I never could name name all of them. But I could name the capital of every single state. I don't know if I still Ooh, can. Wow. 
Okay. No, I no. There's some of the states. So, so I was born in a state that that's that's a big stumper, Kansas. That that's one of the toughest pulls for people to get. Um, Wichita. Yeah, it's 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 uh it's Topeka. Oh, Topeka. I was I was right there. It's Topeka. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. That, no. It, it, Missouri's the next door. That's Jefferson City. That's another one. Like, yeah, it, it, they need to move those. Move them both to Kansas City, then you can just have a double answer. Make make life much easier for America's school children. <laughs> there you go. There exactly. you go. Exactly. Um. um yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, <laughs> ro- road road trip. I don't know that football would be my number one sports road trip. I think baseball stadiums doing it in the summer is probably my one seat of sports trips. Oh, yeah. Uh, but like, if you're giving me five months, collect them all. National parks for sure. National Park. See, I was I was on that same wavelength um, with like the you know the natural wonders uh, that we do have here in the states. I I gotta go west. I've never been. Uh, let's see, what's the farthest west I've ever gone? Um, west Virginia. <laughs> um, yeah, country roads take me home. Um, so West Virginia is beautiful. Um, but yeah, there's 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 a lot of. A lot going on out there when you get to get to fly over country where I'm. So I, I've been to 49 states because that's I, I have the unfair advantage of being from the states no sane person would ever visit or vacation in or drive through. <laughs> um, so you're right, you need, you need you need a little bit of you need a little bit of that from time to time. Sure. Uh, but uh, but but I, I think if you're going sports, college football is a really good one though because he's you know. Those are, and, and Roger mentioned it uh, in the interview, you can pull up the uh, Odyssey app, hit the rewind button if you want to hear Roger Sherman, who's been traveling to all the college football stadiums this year. Right, those are unique towns, right? That's not like you go into NFL cities, like then we'll go to Los Angeles, then we'll go to Seattle, then we'll go to Denver. Right. Like he's going to, you know, Starkville and Hattiesburg and, uh, I mean, Blacksburg, he, Charlottesville. He, he's, he's off the grid uh, to, to a large extent. I like that. I like that though because he's really he's really getting to the nitty gritty of it. He's not leaving any stones unturned here. Oh no, no question. He's. Uh, I mean, I don't. I almost didn't want to ask like, what do you do after that's over? Because because then you got to. I mean, you, now you don't have a job and you got to go back to real life as well. Um, I know. I know. It, that, I was thinking that earlier. I I think that's a trip you'd gain a lot of weight on too. Um, I think there's probably some uh, some high quality eating going on there. Oh, guaranteed. Yeah, you're not getting too much cardio, you know, driving all that, and then I guess you get some cardio walking around the. <laughs> walking <laughs> you're not playing though. You're not playing the I game. You're not playing. Yeah, you just, hey, just I got something it. for you before we go to break here. Please do. We were talking about John Williams, the Star Wars guy, Harry composer, Star Wars guy, <laughs> John Williams. <laughs> him Everybody i'll never i'll him. never live that down or uh, hit him up on the x tell him what you think about that yeah i found something out um you may know a little band called toto uh africa yeah everybody knows africa it rains yeah. down in africa yeah also uh-huh. got rosanna you got you got a bunch of really good songs from toto sure joseph williams okay singer songwriter guitarist for toto I heard the last name there, yeah. None other than the son of John Williams. I thought that was crazy. What a musical family there. I mean, just they, they've improved our quality of life immensely over their, their time on this earth. Uh, we, we thank them for their service. He also, apparently, he has a uh, 
so Joseph Williams' grandfather, John Williams' father, uh, was a legendary uh, jazz drummer. Okay. Pretty cool. No doubt. Uh, just talent all throughout that uh, throughout any, that pool. <laughs> any any more Williams there? Did did we hit all the Williams here before break? I think I think from that from that. Williams, I know we didn't. We probably wasn't a comprehensive accounting of Williams, but uh, but but we got all the musical Williams. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Johnny Williams is uh, Joseph's grandfather. John's father. Uh, he was a he was a percussionist that played with the Raymond Scott Quintet. Ooh, uh, okay, okay. Considered one of the one of like the grandfathers of jazz drumming. Pretty cool. Uh, JC dropping some knowledge on us this morning. I am going to drop some VCU tickets on you. We're giving away two tickets to the game against McNeese State. I'm sorry, not McNeese State. Uh, that, they've already played McNeese State. I'm looking at the schedule. That's the first game. Gardner Webb. We're giving away two tickets to the Gardner Webb game. Gardner December Webb. 30th, Saturday matinee at the Stew. We will do that on the other side of this break. You are listening to 910 The Fan now 1051 FM. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 